Welcome back. This is your kind of well, kind of toxic host, Sarah Rittendale, bringing you another episode of Wellish. Got the energy drink flowing and we are ready to rumble. <laughs> like a fucking football game. What's up, bitches? Welcome back to Wellish. I'm excited for today because I wanted to talk about something a little bit more lighthearted. I feel like we've really been heavily focusing on shifting into our most self-improved selves and that's great it's good and dandy I'm feeling a little overwhelmed by me trying to like be better I want to take a seat take a step back and just kind of lean back into living my life you know so we're in for a little bit more of a lighthearted, fun episode today we're gonna dissect if you have a fake friend in your life friendship icks pet peeves all of that good stuff I have always been a advocate for genuine friends over fake friends. I know that sounds like no shit, but it seems to be really common that people are fake and I very much do not vibe with fake people. (laughs) I want to help put the spotlight on those people in your life. Sometimes it can be hard to admit that they're toxic, especially if they're like a fun friend or you're trying to be friends with a certain group of people that you don't necessarily need in your life or that's causing more havoc in your life. So let's talk about it. The topic of friendship for me seems more prevalent now because I'm trying to be better at connecting with my friends. I think that I got to... Okay, wait a second. Let me back up. I didn't get to jack shit. I was doing exactly what I needed to at that point in life. But too overwhelmed with my work and like trying to improve Wellish and keep my job afloat and like I really wasn't good at nurturing my relationships because I was so hyper focused on that which again I'm absolutely not mad about and I still am (laughs) way hyper focused but I'm trying to be better because I heard my friends keep saying like that I wasn't doing a good job at reaching out so I reconnected with Uh, some of my old friends from college, which has been super nice. And I'm also feeling a little nervous because this is my official announcement that I will be moving to Tampa, Florida in October. So I'm super excited for that. But I'm also super nervous because I do have a friend that lives down there, a friend I've known for since I was five years old. You guys met her, Corinne. And she obviously has friends there. They have girls nights that she said I can come to. And so I'm just like, I know that I'm going to start to incorporate friends into my life a little bit more in the upcoming weeks. And I'm just a little bit nervous about it because I don't like friends because I don't like having to act specific ways to make people happy, like putting on like a show. I don't like drama. I don't like talking about people and that seems to be a very common thing and I definitely fall victim to it sometimes and I just don't want to I don't like that energy and so I I'm just feeling a little nervous and want to remind myself of my friendship values and inspire you to think about your friendship values and what it is that you look for in a friend I've had so many friends in my 25 years, like so many different types of friends is what I mean by that. I've never been the girl that's had one long-term BFF or been a part of like a solid friend group for a very long time. I have always had different friends. Like I swear 
by the year. My friends have always changed. So I have a lot of experience with a lot of different types of friendships. I went from my younger years letting people backstab me and walk all over me to transitioning to college saying I'm not putting up with that shit anymore and then just like cutting people the fuck off left and right. Like I said, I haven't had one solid friend group, but I have been in a multitude of friend groups. I've had quite a large number of deep one-on-one best friends. I have attachment issues. I like link onto a person and I'm like best friends with them and I wear it into the ground. I don't really do that anymore because it never works out and I always end up disappointed, but I've had that those sorts of relationships. I've been in a sorority, so that's just like a whole sea of fucking friends. I've maintained long-distance relationships. I've had short-term relationships that I knew weren't going to play out for very long, like, for example, because I was moving, but I was friends with them during that time, so that was fun, or because they were older than me and they were moving away and graduating. So my point is, is that I have had a lot of different types of friendships. So I thought it would be fun to do a deep dive into shitty friendship behavior to make sure that you have quality people in your life or even to make sure that you're being a good quality friend. The qualities and behaviors that I'm about to talk about are 100% my opinion and I think the biggest thing for me is when I created this list I sat down and asked myself about experiences that I've had and what things really get under my skin and what type of friend I don't want and thinking of like the worst people that I've come into contact with and like why they were the worst people, why we couldn't be friends, why it didn't work out with them. And to be 100% honest with you, there isn't one person that I could think of, even the meanest person, you know, that I have said bad things about and have wished death upon, which is so fucked up, but it's the truth. I don't think any of them are bad people. Absolutely any of them. I think that at their core, in their heart, they are all good people. They just aren't my type of person. And I think that's the biggest thing. They might not have behaved in these ways if they were connected with a friend that better matched their relationship values. Not everybody is going to match your friendship values. You're not meant to be friends with everybody. You can be friends with the wrong person just like you can love the wrong person. The first thing when I sat down to start pounding these out was high maintenance friends. I hate people that are high maintenance. I hate them. I feel that I don't have a lot of expectations from people. I feel like I don't need you to like do all of these things in order to have a good friendship. The one thing that I think I need out of all my friendships is just being able to have a deep conversation. If we're going to be good friends, I want to be able to talk to you on not a surface level. So to have just like that one standard and then to come into contact with a person that is literally so high maintenance that I can't keep up, it drives me up the fucking wall. You feel like you have to say the right things and do the right things. Otherwise, you'll set them off. I don't like feeling like I have to walk on eggshells with a friend. I should be able to be 100% myself and talk about things that are in my life and make me happy. And I can totally understand you not liking something for me or something like that. But that's a like that's a whole different thing. I'm talking about straight up like they just always have to like have fucking some stupid shit to say. I don't want to hear it. I'm living my life. I'm being myself and I don't need your opinion on that. 
and again there is a good way to care about people and to go about it i'm not talking about like them giving their fucking opinion on my life that's totally fine it's the giving you a hard time about things because it's not their life they can care about me they can give their two cents but to like continue on about it and and make me feel like i'm a bad person for living my life the way i want to live it because it's what works for me i don't like that shit a lot of the time you end up feeling drained around these type of people because you are kind of putting on a show to make sure that you're behaving in the way that aligns with them or because they've required so many things out of you or a lot of the time they're just like a lot to handle. Like normally if they're high maintenance with you, they're high maintenance in their life. Like I have had high maintenance friends and I go to a restaurant and they complain to the wait staff about absolutely everything on their plate. I literally, I swear to God, I didn't go to one restaurant that my friend, old friend, didn't complain to the the wait staff and like that is like the most cringy fucking embarrassing shit to me like they also fun fact about that person they're the only friend i've ever had that didn't work in food service the next thing is consistently gossiping if you have a friend that their only personality trait or the only thing that they talk about is other people to me you have no personality yourself they like get off on other people's misery and i just like I don't relate to that. I, I, I'm not saying I've never gossiped. I've absolutely 300,000% gossiped. I am not going to say that I don't do that. I try very hard to not do it anymore. Something that somebody said about gossip to me one time is that if you wouldn't put it on a whiteboard or you wouldn't tell that person to their face, don't say it at all. And I really think of that when I say things. And there's a lot of the times that I do say things that are 100% qualified as gossip, but I know inside of myself that I would say that to the person if the opportunity presented itself I might not go out of my way to go tell them but then I would feel comfortable saying those things to them so that is kind of how I make it okay in my head talking about people sometimes but I think every single friend that I've ever had has gossiped to me and it's because it's not their only personality trait like you know the person that the only thing that they want to talk about is other people and life isn't reality tv like people's Things that happen in their life aren't meant for your entertainment. Have a little bit more substance. You don't even know the person because they're so busy talking about everybody else that it's like there's no depth to them. That you don't even have a relationship with them that you really know anything about that person because this is the only thing that they revolve their life around is drama and gossip. Again, it's draining. And obviously, we all know this one, you question what that person says about you when you're not around. And again, That applies to somebody that that's the only thing that they do. Not your fucking best friend that told you some tea on somebody and moved on with their life. Lack of support. Lack of support and putting you the fuck down constantly. It's like the ones that make you feel embarrassed and awkward. A lot of the time they pick on things that you're actually doing well at and it screams jealousy. Like people that pick on you for eating healthy or for posting things online or for not getting a corporate job and opening your own business and doing something brave like that waking up early standing up for yourself using your voice doing things like that are different and against the grain they and it's and it's never it's never like an actual mean girl type of way it's like uh oh well amy can't go because amy wakes up at 4 30 to go to the gym right <laughs> it's not even that like it's mean it's just that like They just have to make a fucking comment like, fuck you. Shut up. Yeah, that's right. I do have to wake up early because that's what makes me happy. 
That doesn't make me less fun. It doesn't make me lame. It doesn't mean that I don't want to hang out with you. It means that I have priorities and I want to prioritize my health. That might not be your priority. That doesn't matter. Good for you. That's fine. But it's mine. So shut the fuck up. The other thing is like ignoring when you have wins or like ignore your effort. Like they just totally avoid the topic of your career or things in your life that you feel good about. They just like your relationship. Like they don't want to fucking talk about it because they're irritated that they don't have those things in their life. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to psychoanalyze. I'm just saying the behavior. <laughs> but not even acknowledging things that you do well because they literally can't be kind like they literally don't have a bone in their body they can just be nice to you about something that you did that would be like off brand for them they're consistently negative critical always see the glass half empty like with anything even if it doesn't have anything to do with you you could be talking about somebody else entirely and say like oh my gosh Marilyn's pregnant and the lack of support friend is like oh fucking of course she is that name is gonna be fucking ugly the baby's gonna be fucking ugly who has a baby at that age next is friends that choose guys over you now hold on because i'm actually not that mad about that if you want to go get that dick go get that dick like i always always support my friends when they want to do that i'm absolutely not mad i'm mad when you're not taking me and my feelings into consideration through you trying to go get dick like when we go out and you forget that I exist, I'm, I'm not here for that. The whole night revolves around the male gaze. No, no, thank you. Honestly, here's the thing. Like I would be down for that. Like I'd be down for the hunt of the male gaze type of night. But can we establish that ahead of time? Like if that's established before we go out, like, hey, let's look hot and try to find guys to hook up with. And then you go out. Or you're halfway through the night and you say, hey, I think I want to go home with somebody. Are you cool with like going on a manhunt? <laughs> like taking me into consideration. That's all I'm asking for. Because the answer is probably going to be, yeah, like let's fucking do it. But like if I know that ahead of time, not like, oh, girls night. And then like actually you're secretly texting the guy that you've been talking to or checking his snap location and finding out what bar he's at and then being like, hey, <laughs> We should uh, go over to that bar later and like fucking pretend like you want to go there and it's not because you're trying to meet up with a guy even though we're having a blast at this current bar and then if we leave the bar we're having fun at because you want to go to another bar and it's fucking lame, I'm going to be irritated. Like why are you fucking with my night now? And again, let me in on it. If you just were honest, I wouldn't be mad. Like suddenly we're chasing boys like 12 year olds at the fucking mall. Like no, I'm not. We're, we're better than that, sister. We're fucking better than that. They chase us, all right? <laughs> or, 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 oh my God, dude, this one fucking makes me so angry. They put you down in front of guys. Have you ever had a friend do that to you? Ooh, ooh, I remember. I had a friend. Had real big titties, right? Your girl doesn't. So I remember the boy threw something and it hit me in the chest. And I was like, ow, my boob. Normal re reaction, right? And she said, ha -ha, what boobs? And I was like, ha -ha, good one. Like, fuck you. Like, fuck you. Why do you have to like draw attention to that? And oh, like, oh, show them your fucking big titties, you stupid bitch. Like, I, it was so, like, it's just so rude. 
another one that I kind of think of too for this is if they get a boyfriend and they blow you off and don't ever talk to you again. Again, I totally, you know, I'm a relationship girly. Like I'm not mad really at that. What I'm mad at is like if you guys break up and then you like fucking come back and like think that I'm just going to be like there to be your friend. I probably would be like, I probably would still be like, hey, but like we're going to have to like start over a little bit again, like reconnect a little bit again. Like you can't just fucking disappear and expect things to go go back to normal. And I'm just like on your schedule again, not taking me into consideration. Friends that don't match your energy. This is basically like the entire essence of what this is. Like if you do any of these things and like you also have a friend that does these things, like if two gossip fucking queens are BFFs, you might not have a lot of other friends, (laughs) but if like the two of them are gossip fucking queens and they, that matches their energy, all power to you. Like do your fucking thing. I'm not going to be friends with you, but like they match each other's energy. So it works. But when you have two friends that don't have matching energy, it's just a bad sign. It's a bad sign that you're forcing a friendship that doesn't actually work. This person has different priorities than you. Like, let's say you were really good friends with someone and you want to continue to drink and go out and eat bad food and go out every single night. So like, let's say we've got that person paired with like a health queen, like someone that's like going to the gym every fucking morning at 4 a.m. and drinking their water and eating their meals and not drinking alcohol and trying to just like grow in their career and like just you know what I'm saying like two totally opposite people but you guys like were on the same page for a little while but now you're absolutely not on the same page anymore the energy is off the energy doesn't match anymore babe I'm sorry the it's not going to help either one of you like the party friend it's not really going to help her to have a friend that is a health queen because that's not going to be very fun for the party friend She's not going to be a you're down for it type of friend. And for the health queen, the party girl is also not going to help with your motivation and your discipline to prioritizing your health goals. Neither of them benefit each other for what the other prioritizes. The other thing I think of for this is that you consistently feel like you don't fit in. And it's never like blatant, you know, actually it is kind of blatant, but it's it's never like you just get this vibe. Like you just like feel you're just sitting there and you're just like, I don't think these are my people. (laughs) And it might not be like in those direct words until later on in the relationship, you'll finally be like, yeah, I don't think these are my people. But like you'll just always feel like something's off and something's different because your energy doesn't match. You feel like you're off to the side a lot, like you're not like involved in the happenings of the group. Even if you're not physically actually off to the side, you just kind of feel like you're a little separated from the group and what they're doing and what they're talking about and what they're laughing and prioritizing. And it's just a feeling. It's not physical. It's just a feeling. And again, reiterating that you should have similar expectations of the friendship. You should both like be on the same page with communication. How often a good friend hangs out with you. If this is a party friendship or a deep friendship, who you can share things with and trust and know that it's not going to go anywhere or they're not going to judge you for your feelings or thoughts. And this isn't to say that obviously you're always going to find your perfect friendship match. Like that's why you're lucky to have just one good friend. But if you don't 100% match with somebody, 
that's obviously very normal but you have to be able to communicate your friendship values because like I am not a texting type of friend but I have friends that really love the texting portion of friendship I need to be able to communicate to them that I am it's not personal it's I'm not that it's not that I don't want to talk to you it's me and me being bad at texting and me not being like not being able to multitask and prioritize what I would like to prioritize the way that I should so having that open communication about it and if they're a good friend they'll understand okay these next three are like fuck you type of people like just like straight up the toxic of the toxic the fake of the fake they're fucking manipulating you if you have a friend that guilt trips you, no, <laughs> get the hell out of there. Get the hell away from that friendship. They are consistently using emotional tactics to get their way. Fuck that noise, bro. And I fucking fall for that shit all the time because I think, oh, I just want to support you. I just want to be a good friend to you. Of course, like I'll make that work. And then like three years down the road, I'm like, what the fuck? how the fuck is this entire relationship revolved around you and your needs and your wants? Do you even know my needs and wants? No, we've never done anything to, to make me happy. Or maybe they absolutely have tried to do things to make me happy, but really at the end of the day, it really just benefits them or not. And they still just use those tactics on you. Fuck that dude. Like fuck you trying to like alter what I actually think and believe because it doesn't benefit you at that moment. They just make you feel dumb or make you feel not good enough like you have to do certain things or act certain ways in order for you to be their friend or they project their issues onto you like just because you have self-esteem issues or just because you have issues at home or you have issues in your relationship I'm not the one doing those things to you so stop taking it out on me just because you want to hang out right now and I have other plans or I don't feel like going out and suddenly you're going to try to guilt me about it. It's it's gross. I don't like that behavior. Disrespect is another big thing. Typically it ties in. Typically there are a lot. I mean, a lot of these qualities a bad friend probably does have, but they're not respecting your boundaries. They disregard your feelings. They don't take your wants or needs or values into consideration when they're making decisions. They literally just like live their life for them. And I think in friendships, a lot of the time, the disrespect is so subtle that you don't realize that they're being disrespectful to you because you think like, oh, you have to accommodate friends different than like you would accommodate a relationship. And no, (laughs) like absolutely not. Like they're crossing boundaries by saying like rude things about you or about people in your life lastly friends that are selfish the whole relationship is one-sided I had a friend one time that I remember I was standing in my sorority house she was talking to me and I swear to god I stood there for 25 minutes and another friend of mine was sitting in a different room, but still in like the same area so she can hear the whole thing. And I stood there and listened to her talk. And when she was done, she said, all right, well, I'm leaving. See ya. And left. And I remember feeling not only drained, but I walked over to that other friend and was like, did you hear me say one word that entire time? And she was like, no. (laughs) And with that friend, it was kind of like a known thing that she did that, like only talked about herself and never asked about anybody else. I, I don't know. I just think I'm so programmed to constantly ask about other people that I just I can't imagine 
and also feeling like such a burden if I like tell anybody about anything about me, which is a separate issue. You know, you shouldn't be like the totally other extreme and not tell anybody about your life, which is completely one of my issues. But I don't know. I just can't even imagine. I can't even wrap my brain around just unloading onto somebody for 30 fucking minutes and never once being like, how about you? How's your life? (laughs) It's just strange. This type of person also typically prioritizes something that only benefits them. The effort is like only one-sided. The relationship wouldn't exist if you didn't put a foot forward. I was talking to my friend the other day and she was telling me about a friendship that she had had that she would always be the one they lived in different states and she was like I always would go to her house I always would travel to see her send her cards and gifts for her birthday and for Christmas always would put that effort in to like go see her and she never came to see me never sent me anything for my birthday or for Christmas or anything like that and she was like and I wasn't asking for anything it's just that I was the only one putting an effort in and she did that for years and I just think that's crazy how long we put up with it because we care about these people you know like we want to be friends with them we enjoy their company when we are together but then they just don't put any effort in it's so wrong you're constantly sacrificing your own feelings for these people I was talking about this wasn't about a friend but I was talking about somebody that I don't particularly like but I'm very nice to to another friend of mine and I was like and every time she does something rude my tactic is to kill with kindness it was just to like be like oh like I totally totally understand where what you're feeling you know that really is hard and then like move on with my life and so I explained that thinking that like I'm being noble for doing that and my friend goes so you're making her feel better when you always just feel bad and I was like uh yeah yeah I guess that's that's what I do (laughs) so stopping that sacrifice you don't have to be rude to people but like I'm not going to continue to put in an effort if you don't want to put in an effort for me I'm worth you putting in an effort for Now, what would this be if it was my opinion only? Since, of course, that's like incredibly one-sided and biased and exactly, you know, what we were saying I don't want to be. I, of course, want to include my friends in deciding what makes a shit-ass friend because I guarantee you there's things that I fucking didn't even think of. And you guys pull through always I throw up a poll on Instagram and you guys have such good ones and I'm so excited to share because it's like teamwork you know we just like are gonna work together to get rid of these fake ass friends so I want to go over some of the ones that you guys gave because they're so funny and so true and so good the first one that fucking killed me is hooking up with your friend's significant other (laughs) yeah you know what that would probably fall into the category of a disrespectful friend that crosses boundaries we're going to throw her into uh, into that category. <laughs> Don't do that. That does make you a fake friend if you have a friend that you think might be hooking up with your significant other. It's just like if you get a vibe, it's weird. If you think something's going on, it is. I swear there are some girls that like get off to being able to steal a man from someone and it's fucking wild. So yeah, for sure falls into the disrespectful crossing boundaries category. When they talk shit about other friends... We talked about that. You know, the gossip queens hate those. When they regularly bail on plans, this one came in multiple times from different people. And I thought that that was kind of interesting because I 
never really thought about it, but I definitely am the type of person that if I make plans, even though I like really, really don't want to go, (laughs) I'm typically going to go and I always end up being happy that I went, but I normally don't bail on, on my plans, but there are friends that do that. And repeated last minute offenders bailing on plans like you're a fucking dick like don't get people's hopes up that you're going to hang out with them and they clear their schedule for you and then you bail on them I could have done something else with my life that's disrespectful so there you go there's the disrespectful category because they're disregarding your feelings or disregarding your time it's rude not a good friend this kind of coincides with that is not being reliable. Like, what's the point of a friend that you can't count on? To me, if I have a friend that I can't count on, it's typically just a party friend. But even then, like, I have to be able to count on my party friends because I don't, and this is me, but I don't like to be in situations that something could happen to me. And I don't know if I would be okay with those people, especially party friends, you know, like if I'm going to drink till my fucking butthole falls out and I'm passed on the ground and choking on my vomit, are the people, can I rely on them to like help me? I would love to be able to do that, but maybe also like I can calm down, not so serious. I want to be able to rely on my friends to show up for me or to stand up for me if people are talking shit about me behind my back. Like, can you rely on your friends to be there for you it's such a good point okay one of my friends submitted this and I love her for it when they're hotter than you and make you look worse ahem trying to like compliment me and you know what I love you I'm here for it it's obviously not true that's why we're BFFs because we just make pictures look fucking great together love you but it made me think of something interesting with it do you ever have a friend that will post a picture of you that you look bad in because it makes them look better that's fucking weird and that's fucking rude. They will edit the whole thing or edit them and leave you looking busted as fuck. That's fucking rude. And I feel like if they continue to do that and like their whole Instagram has pictures of you in it that you look like send the picture to me and be like, yo, is this okay to post? Like, do you think you look okay? Is there anything you want me to change? Like, I'll like send my friends like a couple options, like from the couple that I like and be like, okay, which one do you feel okay with you know like you don't don't do your friend like that that's fucking rude never taking accountability for their actions so true that's such a good one like oh my god that's such a good one like if you can't own up to the things you do nine times out of ten I am not even angry about your shitty rude joke I'm angry because if I say hey don't do that that hurt my feelings and you go what what do you I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, you know what? I, I really, I just don't recall. I don't remember saying something like that. If I did, I'm sorry, but like, I don't, I don't know. Just fucking own up to it. You know what you said. You know what you said. As if I literally just made it up out of fit, thin fucking air. Get the fuck out of my face. Take accountability for your actions. That falls into that manipulation kind of tactic. They're playing on your emotions. Oh no, I don't really remember that, but um, like just, it's rude. Okay, I love this one. I love this one because I think this is what I meant in more or less words by my high maintenance example, as long as I'm understanding you correctly, but treating you like a significant other. And the way I translate that is that they have the same expectations for you that you would a significant other. Like you can't be friends with other people. Like it's like they act like you're cheating on them or like getting as mad about something as if it 
actually affects them at all and it doesn't it's and then they disguise it as well i just care about you when they are too cheap with you but blow money on dumb shit like you don't want to go on a girl's trip but you want to spend all your money at but i watch you spend all your money at the bar it's like why do you not want to spend your money to hang out with me because obviously this is valid you know what i mean in my opinion like obviously this is like a valid excuse if you can't afford it don't try to for friends like it shouldn't be so expensive to have friends even though for some stupid reason it is it's it's that contrast it's the complaining about it all the time and saying that you never have money and that we can't go out to eat or you can't pay your own bill like that like that's so outlandish I've never had a friend that did that to me but like that there are friends that are like oh my god I forgot my wallet every single time and are just like straight up taking advantage of you that's wild to think that people actually do that I've never been in a situation like that (laughs) okay and this last one I love because it's low-key so true when they steal my food that actually low-key does make me fucking mad like I'm not gonna say I'm gonna go as far as it's a fake friend that is stealing food but it might it might be a friendship ick for me it might really be it might be a pet peeve of mine in friendships because like I low-key don't want to share my food like I will share my food because I will get a big plate of something and can't finish and if I can't finish here now you can have like a piece of what I can't finish to like help me get to the end but like if I'm fully eating a meal that I enjoy like if you are coming after a seafood dinner and it's like I'm because we're friends I feel like I can't say no like I feel like it's rude to be like uh actually no these are these are mine you can't have any like that's fucking rude just share but I hate it I hate when people want to share food Maybe that's an issue on my end more so than the other person's end. Like I said, I think all of these behaviors are normal. It's when they're excessive is when it becomes an issue. When it's the entirety of that person's personality. When it's taking over your entire time with them. When it consumes the energy of the time you're spending together. Like if your friend does any of these things sometimes whatever you have to choose your asshole like no you're not going to find a friend that's 100% a perfect friendship value match for you you just have to find one that best fits into your life somebody that you can deal with the most I think a thing for me is that I used to just give everyone the benefit of the doubt like that but like I would say oh well you know maybe they were just having a bad day or oh like they're hurting inside and so that's why they behave that way or they need a friend and so I will be that friend for them because they don't really have anybody else or I just like really would like the friendship to work out because it would benefit me in some way like we were like we had fun together or my friends were friends with them and so it's like you don't want to cause a riff and I think that's the big thing is that like if you're not friends with somebody somehow it causes like some whole drama it's easier to not cause the drama than just silently suffer you know I don't want to do that anymore. I want to craft my life to look the way that I want it to look. And I don't want to deal with shit that I don't need to deal with again because it doesn't benefit either party to play that game. Despite everything I just listed, I don't think that I have too high of expectations for people. I think I just expect you to to care about me as much as I care about you. And if you're consistently irritating me and consistently making me upset, or I just consistently don't feel good and full after spending time with you, I just don't think that that's the type of relationship that a person should try to continue to have. So like if you're if you're with somebody and you have this deep down feeling of like, yeah, I don't feel good after I leave that hangout, more than half the time like because I think the thing is is that like sometimes you guys do have fun together but 
is it more hassle than it's worth? And with that, I think we need to normalize these friendship breakups. There's never like I I don't think that people typically break up with their friends. We spend all of this energy talking about how we're not tolerating these shit ass men treating us a certain way. But then we tolerate friendships that drag us down and we don't put an end to them because that's not normal behavior it's so uncommon to say you know what i don't think that this friendship is working out when it's the same exact situation as being in a relationship like people take it just as personal if anything it shouldn't be as intimate and painful as a relationship would be because you're like in love with the person that is leaving you in a relationship but it still actually could be like we are all people that all have these same connections and feelings towards each other. Obviously, like the big the we know the difference between the relationships and friendships. But I think it's just so not normal to do that. And it either ends in a huge blowout fight or this weird distance that people just think you ghosted them or stopped putting effort in or there's like this weird lingering hope that you guys might rekindle things in the future if something isn't working for you communicating it you try to fix it if it's not fixable you end the relationship and you both can move on with your lives and be happier finding relationships that better align with your friendship values and stop weirdly making excuses and exceptions for friends in a way that we wouldn't for a significant other I also think we need to normalize just not having friends. I, That might be a personal opinion. I would rather have no friends than have friends that bring me down. For me personally, I'm going to have my energy drained more by people that are doing these friendship icks than I would if I was alone and lonely. Some people might not work that way. That might not be what works for you. I was watching a video of a girl talking about how her circle is super super small and that she's feeling very very lonely right now it's valid but I think that if that's the situation you make your life more full in other ways you know filling your life with things that do make you happy it's not going to be 100% perfect it's going to be complicated you know you might not, you might have a hard time finding friends you know I, I know we're not but we're not getting into all that I just want to say that like I think that's something that, for me personally, I just think that's something to consider. What's going to hurt more? Choose your hard. Is it going to be harder to be lonely or is it going to be harder to continue on with people that make you feel not good inside? All in all, trust your intuition. If you think that somebody's shitty, they probably are. If you think they're doing something, they probably are. If I was talking about anything and you were thinking of specific people, there's probably a reason for it. Trust that gut and do with that what you will. You don't have to click off this episode and run and go break up with your friends. It's going to be definitely a difficult process that takes time. There's several different ways that we can go about a friendship breakup, and maybe we can talk about that in the future, but it doesn't have to be like this regimented way of doing it. You just have to, again, for the hundred thousandth time, analyze, sit down and think about what your friendship values are, and try to communicate that with the friends you currently have, or figure that out for new friends, finding friends that align more with yours. You choose your friendship standard. You are okay with being around people that gossip. If you are okay with 
working with high maintenance friends, if you are okay with people that cross boundaries often or are all about drama or make you feel left out sometimes, if the good outweighs the bad, don't worry about it. Just do your thing. Again, you're going to have to choose your asshole. This You have to do what works for you. It's how much of that negative energy are you willing to take? And really, again, we're just highlighting if you have fake friends in your life, if you're okay where you're at, do your thing. But you choose your standard. Nobody else chooses what type of friend is okay to have. And your standard will change. Maybe these will be your friends for a little while and then you'll be like, yeah, you know what? I can't deal with this toxic fake energy anymore. I'm going to need to separate myself. Maybe something happens in order to cause that separation like the ending of school or you leave a job and you don't have to worry about it anymore. You just lose connection with them. But at the end of the day, you just have to make sure that the friendships that you have in your life aren't contributing to the reason that you can't become the person that you want to be in your life. Hopefully you guys got some clarity on some of your fake friends and some validation that you don't have to put up with their weird ass fucking behavior because fuck that shit, dude. We're better than that. Somehow I turned back into becoming your best self through these friendships because, you know, apparently that's just what my brain does. But for real, like we're out here trying to create a life that we love and it's not going to happen if we have negative energy sources draining our batteries. So get rid of them as you see fit and move the fuck on with your life because it's really not that serious at the end of the day. It seems so serious in the moment. It seems so catastrophic in the moment, but think about anything that's ever seemed catastrophic to you. Look at this. You've moved through it. You're okay. You're going to be all right. And obviously this will be too. You'll be able to end the drama, wrap it up with a cute little bow and say sayonara to that friend or to that friend group. And you'll be on your way to having your real true people that support and love you 99% of the time. (laughs) Thanks so much for hanging out. I love you guys. I am super excited because next week is one year of Wellish. I can't even believe that we've been friends for an entire year now. That's crazy. So typically next week I would be doing an interview, but I'm going to hold off and we're gonna hang out again because I want to fucking spend the time with you guys one-on-one for our one-year anniversary. So cute for us. I love it. So keep your eyes and ears peeled for that next week. Don't leave without subscribing to the show. If you're not already subscribed to the show, I get it because like I also have that issue that I listen to podcasts and don't subscribe, but that's rude. Stop doing that to me. Subscribe to the fucking show. Leave a review. Five stars only allowed. Love you so much. Please, please do that. We're friends. So if you haven't done that for me, don't be a fake friend. That's a friendship ick. Connect with me on Instagram, on TikTok, at underscore Sarah Ritt, at Welsh Podcast, and at Sarah Rittendale on TikTok. I've been really revamping the Wellish Instagram. I hope you guys are enjoying it. If there's anything that you want to see, I've been trying to put more interactive content on there on the daily. Just some stuff to make you laugh, some coping tips for the things that we're feeling in the day to day. I have the same kind of deal on TikTok, just like mini talks like the podcast. So check me out on there. Have a kick-ass rest of your week and I will talk to you all on Monday. (laughs) Yeah.